Hey everybody, Matt Knotts from the Anomaly Presents podcast, inviting you to join us for the Anomaly Film Festival. It's our fourth edition, November 3rd through the 6th, at the historic Little Theater in Rochester, New York. We've got so much great stuff for you. Tons of films you've never seen before. One you may have seen before, but never quite like this. That's Friday the 13th, 3 in 3D, amongst many other great surprises. It's the Anomaly Film Fest, anomalyfilmfest.com, November 3rd through 6th. We'll see you there. Hello there. I'm an important British actor. You're listening to the Beer Review Journal on the Lunchador Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Knotts and McKenneth Blue. Enjoy! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Beer Review Journal, a beer podcast for the discerning and bibist. I am your friendly neighborhood bartender, McKenneth Blue. And I can smell a drop of beer in a 10 gallon tank. My name is Matt Knotts. Matt Knotts. We meet again. Oh, sick boy, Matt Knotts. That's me. Why is the music playing still? (laughs) I I don't know. Maybe you just really like it. It is a good song. Thank you, uh, as always, to Erling for the use of their song. I feel good as the intro and outro of our song. And you want to know what? I do feel good. Why do you feel good, Matt? Is it's it because you day. don't have coronavirus? I don't <laughs> have the coronavirus. <laughs> I beat it. I, I took some aspirin or something. That's not a joke. I, I did not have coronavirus. I, I'm, I'm fine. It was a, a dumb chest cold. Well, which you, you can kind of hear you injected my... bleach into your veins. Right. That That's what you're supposed to do, right? Well, you know, it's just a thing I heard. A lot of people are saying it. A lot of people are saying that. It's interesting. It's either that or your dog's heartworm medication. Yeah, that's... I didn't take that. I was thinking about it. I I think about Um, it all the time. I actually took a half tab. It, it It smells so rich and beefy. Yeah. So I, I took a half a tab. I split it with my wife, and I was just dragging my ass around the carpet for like a week afterwards. So, <laughs> I well, it was to- very nice to see you uh, in the IRL uh, th- this afternoon. Um, you know, and and it, it it's almost Christmas. Um, so you know, given how our conversations had been going up until that point, I, I wouldn't have been surprised to see you appear like Marley's ghost by my desk, but I'm glad that <laughs> I'm glad that I wasn't seeing through you. I was thinking about it. I was thinking about just wandering up with with chains and just, Ooh, drink more macro beer. Ooh. But no oh, shit. Is that how I did is, is drinking macro beer? How I get rid of my chains that I forged in life. Yes. Oh yes. 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 Matt Berry is the inspiration for, for my ghost role. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> it is a ponderous chain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
we haven't even talked about what beers we're going to drink tonight and we're already, I'm already going to derail us. Can I just talk for uh, seven or eight minutes about how much uh, I enjoy the um, uh, George C. Scott version of A Christmas Carol? It's very good. It's my second favorite. What's your favorite? Alistair Sim. Okay. Um, that's my dad's favorite too, I think. Um, or, mm, no, Basil Rathbone's Sherlock Holmes. He didn't do a, a Scrooge, did he? I want to say he plays Marley in that one. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, the, the one that you mentioned, I, I believe is my dad's favorite. My, my favorite is the, uh, the George C. Scott version is so good. It's a goodie. And it's got David Warner. Yeah. Yeah. Why would I want to like delay drinking beer with you, Matt? I, I can't possibly think of a reason. It's a great day for beer. It is, it? is uh, a moment that I've been looking forward to. I was I was heartbroken that I got sick right before we did this show because um, we get to talk about we teased it in the last episode. Yeah, um, we get to try what has become my favorite winter potion. Um, and it's the. Uh, it's a Roush beer. Yeah, uh, the uh, the the sin against God um the abomination, uh, Roush beer, um, Roush beers are a sin against our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. And of course you're, you're making me do this so close to his birthday. Um, but it's basically a style of beer, uh, that tastes in my experience, like somebody dumped a bucket of water in campfire ashes and then poured it into a bottle. Um, you say that, but you've had a Sam Adams version of it. <laughs> that's fair. Um, it, it is the worst thing I've ever tasted. I, I'm, I still finish the bottle, but my God in heaven bonfire blonde, um, by Sam Adams. I had that, I don't know, three or four years ago. And it, uh, it, it's never left me. Um, that was, that was my Vietnam. That's, (laughs) uh, I'm, I'm hoping this is a redemption arc for, for this style of beer for you. Well, I guess we'll see. Um, I, I will say when I, when I cracked this one open, uh, it did not smell like it was going to make me regret ever meeting you. Um, no, I, I was pleasantly surprised. Did we, did, did I talk over like what it actually is? No, no. Trostin. No. Trostin by, uh, Von Tapp Brewing. Uh, Von Trapp is, uh, exactly what you think it would be. Stowe, Vermont. Um, it, it comes from the good people from the sound of music. It's that family. Um, yeah. Trust have a whole up here outdoor resort in Stowe. And part of that is this German Austrian, uh, brewing company, a real dark beer. Oh boy. <laughs> so should, should I, Read the can copy while you take your first sip. Uh, I suppose. Here we go. Because I've already had like four of these over the last couple of weeks. So yeah, Matt. Matt has I told me that this into. shit's the truth. So we'll we'll see. It's got a nice. Uh, I mean, it's nowhere near the uh, the thickness of a Guinness head, but it, it's a similar color. 
to right, that. Here we go. Uh, Tristan. Translating to comforting is a dark lager with dark with rich notes of chestnut and toast. Carafa and smoked malts create rich flavors lingering on a surprisingly light, smooth finish. Brewed for cold winter nights in Vermont, but can be enjoyed on any occasion. Hmm. Mr. Blue, what say you? Okay, it is not the worst. Th- this is not a bonfire blonde. Like, I'm not about to gag. At least not on the uh, first blush here. Um, we talk a lot about um, flavor layering and, you know, complexity in uh, the beers that we drink. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is possibly the most complex beer that we've tried on this show in terms what? of like flavor profile. There is a shitload of stuff happening right now. I am so excited about this. <laughs> I didn't say it was good. <laughs> like, Well, this is what I'm excited about because you anticipated it was going to be one note. I'm not going to like this. Mm-hmm. And you got to chew on it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And this is what makes me happy. This this is why we do the show. Okay. Let, let me see if I can dissect all of what's happening here. Um, okay. So right at the very front of that, I'm getting um, some sweetness and, you know, some kind of bright multi something or other. I'm not sure. Um, and then in the middle, there's sort of a, uh, you know, it starts getting a lot more, um, like bitter, like the bitter side of dark chocolate. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily a a dark chocolate flavor, but like a similar level of bitterness. Um, excuse me, maybe a little hint of coffee, but the back end of this is like when I used to be a smoker <laughs> or there, there's a definite campfire quality to the back of my throat right now. Oh, for sure. Um, which I mean, <laughs> I don't, I, I just don't want to taste this all night. <laughs> and then like, you know, on the way to work tomorrow, I'll be like, man, I kind of miss smoking camels. <laughs> So you know what is, I really is, want is just a big old pack of Marlboros for my T-Zone. Is this you secretly telling me that I really should have just smoked and not had to deal with this beer? <laughs> no, no, you, you shouldn't smoke. Nobody should smoke. It's a ridiculously stupid habit. Um, But yeah, no, this, is, this is kind of crazy. But uh, here's my number. So call me maybe. <laughs> so... So what are you thinking? I I don't hate this. I don't think that I would buy this beer on my own, <laughs> like for fun. Uh, it, it, it it's so like I can't even begin to tell the people that are listening how much better this is than Bonfire Blonde. And granted, like you said, that's a Sam Adams, you know, 
barely scraping the surface of craft beer uh, at this point in the year of our Lord 2020. Um, you know, they, they may as well stop with all of that, you know, craft beer nonsense at this point. They're, they're, they're a major mega brewery. Do you know they make more money off of Truly than they do off of any of their beer? Yeah. Uh, well, they make shit like Bonfire Blonde sometimes, so that's not surprising. And Sam 76. Oh, Jesus Christ. Don't get me started. Um, coming to this show next on Christmas Day. <laughs> Merry on Christmas, Christmas Day, Sam 76. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We are, aren't we? Yes. Oh, shit. Uh, Yes, our next episode is dropping on Christmas Day. And, uh, you know, given that, we're going to, you know, just basically go through the Sam Adams winter pack uh, for this year, which this year they got rid of old Fezziwig, uh, which is like, you know, as of a couple of years ago, one of my favorite beers. And they replaced it with fucking Sam 76, which is dishwater. Sam 76 is for people who you know, might not like beer or tasting it, mm. anything. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am loving watching you drink this. Cause it, it's, I can't tell if you like it or not. I, I know you don't like the aftertaste. Cause you just made that face like a, a cat that is just about to hork up a, a hairball. But um, like I said, it, it's not the worst thing I've ever tasted. I don't even know if it's the worst ta- thing that we've tasted on this show. A hundred percent. No, um, we did a whole pumpkin beer episode. Sorry, Josh. Listen. Uh, okay. Yeah. Actually the, the atomic pumpkin uh, was worse than this. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, just as I'm kind of thinking about it, like, you know, r- red eye is not, it's very one note and it's not like a fantastic macro lager style of it's not a great example of that. Um, so I guess I would say that like I enjoyed that less than, than the Trostan. Um, but again, this is just not a beer that I would, I would go for if you're looking for something that's going to, <laughs> Like you, you might want to smoke a bowl and then drink this, I guess, because because then you can sit and ponder uh, the abyss of of flavor layering that's happening here, because it's it it's a trip like I, I peer into this thing and it it peers back <laughs> like there's a lot. See, I think maybe that's why I really like it. It it's a hmm. I've enjoyed everything I've had from Von Trapp. Ooh, yeah, you are not enjoying the end of that one, eh? No. Um, <laughs> like, like I said, I I I stopped smoking in part because smoking is gross and it tastes bad. <laughs> <laughs> like I wouldn't have done it as long as I did if I wasn't addicted to it. That's how they get you. That is literally how they get you. They make it so you can't stop. So it, it's um, it's a dark lager that takes roastiness to the next level, and I think that's what I really like. It's super clean. You get a bunch of different flavors out of it. Um, yeah. I've been kind of in this whole Dunkel Schwartz beer mode for like the last month or two. Yeah, you know, no, since the, the weather changed. 
we didn't do the Dunkel on this show, did we? That we was didn't. just we just shared that. Yeah. Um together that, out of a dog bowl. <laughs> right. Uh that was that was really good. Um that dunkle we're gonna have to bring into the show, I think, because it's it's one that you and I both got, and we're like, yes, this is excellent. We would do more of this. Mm-hmm. That that is one I would go and buy. And that's the thing, like Von Trapp, they're known for making you know European style lagers, and they do it really, really well. This is no exception for me. Like, yeah, uh, <clears throat> like I say, I bought it by mistake. I didn't realize it was a, a Rausch beer when I bought it. it. I should have been tipped off by the can copy saying that it was uh, smoked malts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, reading is fundamental, and sometimes you just don't do it. You're just like, oh, this looks like interesting stuff. Yeah, there. <laughs> I, I keep joking about the like cigarette smoking aspect of it. It's not, it's not a cigarette smoke. It's a campfire smoke uh, that right. I'm getting off it. Um, probably like cherry wood or, or hickory or some shit. I don't know. Oak. Um, that, that is the part of this. Like if there was some way to remove that aspect of this beer, I would be enjoying this immensely, but that, that is, I am bouncing off of that really hard. See, this is where my head goes. Is and maybe this speaks back to your your other comment, but um, when I sit down and, and drink this, I'm like, oh, good. Now I'm I'm sitting in front of a campfire, you know, in a, a lodge someplace, and enjoying this. Like, it's a a perfect winter beer for me. This is this ticks all the boxes for me. It's a, a dark beer in front of a, a fireplace. You know, I, I can pre- pretend I'm, I'm skiing somewhere when really there's no skiing I would ever, ever do because, you know, <laughs> I'm massive and my knees would just explode like Death Star. <laughs> skis? No. <laughs> Unless just you can put like a rascal wave. scooter on skis. Yeah. Um, I guess that's a snowmobile, isn't it? What's that? A rascal scooter on skis. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what that is. Hmm. hmm. Food for thought. <laughs> yeah, it, it's either that or like a, <laughs> a jet ski with treads. So what's a horse then? Is a horse just a dog, dog you can ride? Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, or make, you know, make them drag something across the snow. That's fun. I like dogs. Dogs are okay. Yeah. <sighs> so, Trostin. Trostin. The beer that made me decide I want to go to the Von Trapp Resort for, for a vacation in the winter next year. Yeah. I, I uh, looked it up on Google Maps, and it looks very pretty. And it's only in Stowe. And Stowe is also where Alchemist is, right? Like nearby. Nearby. Yeah, you'd be able to go to, to Stowe and Hill Farmstead and uh, Alchemist and, and all that. And probably will do that when I make that trip. <sighs> that oh. good, huh? Yeah, it's something. So that's a no on the the Tristan for you. <laughs> that that's 
that's a thank you for sharing this with me. <laughs> Do I get a three on that? A three out um, of five? Let me think. A gentleman's three? I might th- toss that a 3.25. Ooh. Because it's not it's not a bad beer. Like I can't sit here and say like, that is just a dog shit beer. That is a very good beer with an aftertaste that I'm bouncing off of. There are going to be, be people for whom that is their shit. Um, for me, it's just like smoky liquids. Not so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the, the other ones I've had, cause I had a Sam Adams. I don't know if it was the same one that you had. Um, and I also had, I want to say the, the magic hat one was something like heart of darkness or something like that. And that just tasted like, you know, somebody dumped li- liquid smoke into a, a stout and that made me want to die. Right. No, the, I, I would imagine that the, um, Sam Adams one that you had was the, uh, the bonfire blind. I'm actually just pulling up the, the label for that right now and I'm showing it to zoom. Oh, look at that. It looks yeah. lovely. Yeah. I never want to drink it. Lovely. Right. That's a recent one based on the label. Yeah. No, like I said, that one, that one I tried, uh, I don't know. I was definitely, uh, I talked to Dexter about it, so <laughs> that should give you some ideas to, you know, the timeline, the timeline. Um, we got to have him on the show next year. Yeah. Why not? We'll find something good. Yeah. Maybe some, uh, I don't know. What's, what's he, uh, creaming his jeans about this, this, at this point. I don't remember what the last one was. Oh, he, he did try the old Rasputin based on the show last time. He didn't mind that so much. He liked it better than I did. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, who's a baby mouth now? Um, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I enjoy that one. It's like, to me, that one's like, uh, almost like an arrogant bastard turned up a notch. Yeah. I, I think it, b- believe it or not for me, it feels ashy to me. Huh. Um, <clears throat> wow. <sighs> Release the beast. How do you like that? I didn't. <laughs> I could hear your uvula. <laughs> that little dangly thing that's swinging the back of your throat. Thank you. I was just about to get there, but I was going for my beer. Oh, fair enough. Speaking my, of beers. My delicious Von Rausch beer. Is that behind the glass you're holding? I will say this. No, this I beer smells this very week. nice. The smell is nice? The smell is nice. It's got a nice nose on it. It does. I'm sorry, I talked over you. I think there might be a little bit of a delay because I keep doing it. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) So I think what we might do when we hit the the bar Mm -hmm. is I might kind of reconfigure things real quick just to fix it. Fair enough. Well, why don't we do that? And we will be back in just a a few seconds uh, with schmoogy minutes. Yeah, we we're we're gonna swing back in the other direction and and 
give McKenna's baby mouth a break. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Love you, we'll pal. see you in a minute. I'm a real woman now. Congratulations. Lick my hand. I was about to say something. Nah, never mind. <laughs> yeah. uh, I unleashed the beast, the smooth minutes beast. Um, it's actually the start of the holiday season for me. Uh, December 15th is the time I died. Um, it's an official holiday in Buffalo, New York. And uh, I celebrate all holidays celebrate in Buffalo, New York. So. I mean, is there really any other thing that you could possibly do at this point? It's Buffalo is really just a, a fine, fine city. Um, I, you know, really enjoy Buffalo. Some of the people I could take or leave. Um, I enjoy their snacks that they invented immensely. And I would go so far as to say that Buffalo is probably my favorite beer city. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Uh, well, at this point, yeah, I think Buffalo and then Portland and then Rochester. Yeah. Uh, Portland, um, Maine or Oregon or Maine, Maine. Yeah. Cool. I, yeah. I, I like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Buffalo is just so on point with their phenomenal phenomenal breweries between thin man and big ditch and resurgence um all of whom we have sung the praises of many times on this show um just killing it every day here's a reason for you to like yeeted they actually did a, a collaboration with thin man last year and it was a black ipa oh I, and you didn't tell me about it you wanted it all I, for yourself I couldn't get a hold of it. I had Akan at the Shipmas show last year, and that was all I could get. Ugh. So. Well. It was good. Yeah. It was a triple collab. So it was Barrier, Thin Man, and Eated. That's a lot of fun. I feel like more bands should be uh, responsible for beers. Um, I mean, the only ones that are really coming to mind are, well, I mean, really it's, it's basically Metallica, uh, with that, what was that arrogant bastard collab? Yeah. Yeah. Enter night, which I think is a dark lager. It'd be stupid if it wasn't right. You'd figure they have to do something black cause it's Metallica and that's what they do. No, it's a blonde, uh, it's a blonde stout. <laughs> But, it's a nice bright wheat beer. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a it's a Miller Lite clone. Um, 
I mean, that's more on brand than a dark lager. <laughs> this is what I'm honest. saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I don't really picture. Well, actually, that's sort of off brand for Metallica to do a beer. Aren't they aren't they all sober? Uh, at this point, I think they are. Yeah. Well, I know Hetfield is. Yeah. No, I, I think Lars probably enjoys some wine every now and then. Right. He seems like um, the kind who enjoyed ruined grape juice. Yeah. Um, oh, I ruined this grape juice and Napster. And snare drums. Right. Fucking that that piccolo snare or whatever the fuck he was using on St. Anger. Jesus, I still have flashbacks to the first time I heard. <laughs> so this is the story of me getting St. Anger <laughs> on CD. <laughs> My grandmother died. <laughs> so... So it was the second worst thing that happened at that point. Okay, sure. Um, St. Anger being purchased was the first. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, went to, we, we had to fly to Dublin, Georgia for uh, all the, you know, funeral stuff. Um, and, you know, we were just sort of, we, we went to the Walmart. And, As you do. Yeah. When you're in Dublin, Georgia, because there's literally nothing else to do. You could go to the Dublin Mall and shop at the Belks. Um, Ooh, I knew somebody that worked for Belk. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but Cool story. Yeah. Well, w- when we were real little, we used to go to the Walmart because the air conditioning there was better than the air conditioning at our house. So some days, if it was like really, really hot, we would make two or three trips to Walmart that day. So, I can see that. Yeah. So, you know, we, we made a trip to Walmart and I was going through a big Metallica phase cause I was a senior in high school and, mm-hmm. um, St. Anger had just come out and I got it and, you know, I tossed it in my Sony walk, uh, Discman, my Sony Discman, mm-hmm. Discman and, uh, Discman and Discman attorneys at law. Yes. And then, uh, and then I had something to be really upset about <laughs> while I was in town for my grandmother's funeral. And I, I joke because she was actually a very nice lady. Um, and, uh, you know, but God, that album just sucks out loud. It's the screaming shits. But what's not the screaming shits, Matt? Ugh, why? Uh, what's not the screaming shits <laughs> is a smoogey, 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 smoogey minutes, uh, by imprint beer company and fifth frame brewing company. Uh, it's a, it is a Rochester beer by way of, uh, Hatfield, Pennsylvania. James Hatfield, Pennsylvania is where this is from. James Hatfield, Pennsylvania. So Schmoogee Minutes, it is, again, reading the canned copy, a blueberry compote-style meringue pie with Meyer lemons and marshmallows. Yes. Um, so it's a, a sour, um, which I am becoming more and more of a fan of as I have more and more good ones. Um, and it's a good one. Um, I mean, this thing is... First of all, it's 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 thick with two C's. Um, 
I I had the the one can that you gave me a couple weeks ago before we, uh, you know, we're going to record this one and then you got sick. And it, it this is actually evolved in the can over the last couple weeks. <laughs> Happens to me all the time. <laughs> yeah, you're always evolving on the can. <laughs> I have my best ideas. I come out a completely different person. Yeah, I feel like this one's... Tanned and rested. <laughs> I don't want to know why you're tanned after coming out of the can. <laughs> um. Why don't you give us a little bit of the uh, the whole flavor rundown here, Matt? Matt Nods. So it's a, as we said, it's a collaboration, and, and it's uh, kind of a takeoff on the Fifth Frame Rural Minutes, which is usually a fruited lemonade sour. Um, so you get a lot of uh, the the tartness of the blueberry, along with the tartness of the lemon. Uh, so it's it's a. Uh, you know, like a, a slice of lemon meringue pie with fresh blueberries. Um, but you've also got this uh, this marshmallow component to it, which really kind of smooths it out, gives it a lot of um, kind of vanilla tones to it and takes a lot of the acidity out of it. Um, and yeah, I've had a couple cans of this now. Um, and fresh, it was really sharp, um, really, really sour it would pucker you um now that it's mellowed out in the can a little bit it's like a really nice sweet enjoyable dessert beer i would say yeah um yeah it's it's super sweet but it's it's got a nice um it's like a nice level of uh tartness uh it's not like super aggressive it's not cloying like you're not it's not sitting on your tongue forever cloying somebody's Um, been reading stephen king (laughs) Maybe that's where I got it. Probably. Were you standing under an arc sodium light in your chambray workman's shirt? <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy that Stephen King also wrote like the uh, the Hammaker Schlemmer uh, catalog copy or, you know, the L.L. Bean um, descriptions on his on the side it's yeah. it's impressive yes when he wasn't writing for stag magazines and, and trucker pornos i mean the man's a fount he is there's, there's just he's a national goddamn treasure and i'll he... fight anyone who says otherwise if i was president he'd be getting the the presidential freedom medal or whatever dolly parton first i, I mean don't get me wrong i like dolly parton but i love stephen king yeah I mean, I, I feel like they're on a similar pedestal. Sure. Um, the thing that amazes me about Stephen King is that there's never enough words. He'll write a 1,400-page book and then turn around and, and then write, like, 75 short stories in an afternoon. Yeah. Prolific is all get out, and a lot of it is very good. Yeah. I mean... And some of it's the Tommyknockers. What you gonna do? So, some of it's not, but yeah. It's, yeah. I've... I give an amazing amount of credit to a human being who is very, very talented, but is the one man embodiment of the infinite number of monkeys at the infinite number of typewriters. Right. Yeah. I'm sure somebody else smarter than me has said that in the past, but. Oh boy. I do love Stephen King. Yeah. What were you saying about this beer? <laughs> Are we talking about a beer? Yeah. This isn't the Stephen King fan cast. <laughs> I mean, we could do that too. 
you own the network, right? Like, <laughs> hey, Matt, I would this like to pitch you a new podcast where we just talk about steering King. Just you Sold. And we don't actually talk about the books or anything. We just talk about Stephen King. I think that's that would work. And and all the times that we stood outside his house, hoping that he would show up, but he doesn't show up because he doesn't actually live at that house. He lives in another place. He lives in the middle of the woods where no one can bother him. Yeah, the middle of the woods and and beachfront in Florida, Siesta Key, and vacations at a hotel in. The Catskills. Yeah. I won't blow up a spot on which one, but I mean, you can probably figure it out. Figure it out. He spends weekends with Lauren Michaels, allegedly. Now, Stephen. <laughs> I don't know what Stephen King sounds like, so I can't really do a point counterpoint on this one. No, see, this is the thing. Stephen King has a voice that cannot be Im- impersonated. I have tried. He has, uh, like, nobody does a good Stephen King. Like I I've searched the internet and like, there was that family guy episode where they tried to make fun of him and it sounded nothing like Stephen King. I don't know that enough people have heard him speak to say so. Like, does he do his own audiobooks or does yeah. he farm that out? Um, he's done a lot of his own. Um, Frank, Frank Muller did a lot of them for a long time, Hmm. but then he got in a motorcycle accident, I think it was, and uh, had severe brain damage, so he wasn't able to do that anymore. Um, But Stephen King, being the good dude that he is, is uh, like created a foundation for Frank Muller um, to basically like, you know, support him now that he's basically, you know, non, not able to work. And I I don't know how much, uh, you know, how functional he is. Um, <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, here. Let me see if I can come off the back of that. Yeah. Oh, that explains all those Batman versus the Muslims books he did. Okay. Frank Miller. No. Frank Miller. Yeah. <laughs> that was Jesus Christ. Um, sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm uh real bad at this tonight. Apparently. No, no, you're fine. Um, so schmoochy minutes. Um, yeah, it's just, it's very, very nice and sweet. It, it like the lemon flavor on this is like, oh boy, mm-hmm. am I, am I wrong? It hits. No lies were told. Um, I dig it a lot. And, and you're right. The, the vanilla hit on the end of it is just so nice and, and creamy and, oh, it's just toe to tip. This, this is a beer. Agree. It's um, fifth frame. I'm I'm not saying anything that that people locally aren't aren't like. Well, yeah, no shit. Um, but fifth frame is maybe my one of my favorite breweries in, in the area and definitely in the city limits. It's yeah. top notch. Well, we we've got to do more of their stuff on the show at some point because th- this is the first one that I've had that they've been involved in. Um. Oh man! And if this is the level of, uh, if if this is the level that they're uh, they're pitching at, then I think we're gonna have a good time with that. Dude, their their IPAs are on point always. Um, their the sours are great. Even the 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 pilsners that I've had, um, 
are really nice and really clean. They they know what they're doing. They're they're like I say, they're top notch. Well, that's fantastic. I, I look forward to to doing more of them on the shoe. And they also make a a hell of an egg sandwich if you go. Mm, I'm gonna give that a pass. Not an egg guy, Matt. Have you fucking talked to me <laughs> like ever? I don't know that breakfast foods have ever come up. Fair enough. Well, actually, yes, you do know because you uh, you were delivering your shit takes on uh, Crispix last episode. Oh, Um, that's right. But uh, the correct answers, you mean? No, uh, I'm not an egg guy. I really don't care for them in the slightest. Now, if I'm going to guess at that, I'm going to say it's a textural thing for you. It is both on that one. It is a taste wow. and a texture thing. I Yeah, nasty, 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 nasty. Hmm. Um, yeah, eggs, bacon. Basically, any of the things that most people like to eat for breakfast, I, I think, are dog vomit. You were a waffles at the Waffle House guy? Ooh, love waffles. Gim- yum. How do you do your... Uh, how do I do my how, waffles? How your, your hash browns. Oh, my hash browns. Um, Dry? No, no, absolutely not. Um, some hot sauce, some ketchup, cheese. Wonderful. S- scattered, smothered, covered. Yep. Like my Waffle House hash browns. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah. Give me all the, all the potatoes, all the, all the, you know, breakfast cakes wonderful big tall glass of orange juice god can we just have that now are you a barbecue guy yeah i am hmm well that shoots my my whole theory to to pieces what what was the theory you are not a fan of smoke flavor no i mean it it sort of depends like um Oddly enough, like, okay, so, like, my favorite barbecue place in town is Good Smoke Barbecue. Um, Natch. Which, oddly enough, does not have a very strong, smoky flavor to it. Um, But, like, one time I got Dinosaur uh, Barbecue at uh, C-Mac, and that was, like, super smoky for whatever reason. Um, And it wasn't bad. Like, I I don't hate a smoky flavor. Um... If it's not like the main thing I'm tasting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, just, I don't know. Most, most, uh, most cured meats don't do it for me. Um, so bacon is right out. Ham is gone. No more ham. Hmm. Ham is good. Mm, I guess if you like salty meat. I don't like to, you know, eat a sandwich and then have to drink a gallon of water. You're very particular about that. Yeah, I've noticed that about you. Yeah. You you tend to like it on the the blander side, so you don't need as much. No, I I wouldn't say that. I mean, like, if I I cook a steak, I salt and pepper the hell out of it. S&P is the choice for me. Hmm. I'm t- you are a, a mystery wrapped in enigma, but not wrapped in bacon. No, um, fuck bacon. That's the part I can't wrap my head around. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm a complex man, and nobody understands me but my woman. 
True. And it's a complicated man. But I didn't know I was going to go with Shaft until after I'd said complex. Until you were halfway down the road? Yeah. It was too late to backpedal. It's fine. I can tell how much you're enjoying this one because it's just about gone. It is. And it's not just about gone in such a time frame where it's like, oh, he's rushing through that. Um, no, it's it's an enjoyment rather than I have to get this over with and take my medicine. Yeah. And and so, it's it, it's also a little bit of taking my time because I almost, I, I know it's the last one that I have. Yeah. So, last one we'll probably get. Yeah. So I'm I'm savoring a little bit. Come back. Um speaking of things that you'd probably want to pour down the drain. Um, Josh and, and, and his, his girlfriend, Jess, were, were nice enough to share the Bud Light Seltzer holiday, ugly sweater pack with us. Oh, Jesus. Primarily Kara, but I, I got the, the dregs of one because of what it was. Um, we're halfway through it. So that's, there's four flavors in this thing. There's cranberry. There's apple crisp. There's ginger snap. And then there's peppermint patty. Those three of those, I think. Well, um, apple crisp, maybe. It does does that have like a cinnamon thing going on? It is all cinnamon. Okay, so three of those sound disgusting. We're we're halfway into it. I shouldn't say we. Kara Kara took down the. The cranberry one with no delay. It was she quite enjoyed that. Yeah, well, I I also enjoy cranberry. Um, the apple crisp tasted like straight up like a, a cinnamon stick that you'd get at a a penny candy bin at a country store. Gross. Um, yeah, it was okay on the first couple sips, and then we got about halfway through, and I was like, hmm. I guess we're going to do this, huh? Yeah. Um, Ginger snap is in the refrigerator as is peppermint patty. I will report back next week um, to let you know how that all goes. Um, Yeah, please do, because uh, I want to hear about, you know, how full the toilet got when you vomited. Yeah, it's going to be a good spit after that peppermint patty. I'm pretty sure I hate peppermint anything. Why? Peppermint's great. Bacon, bud. Mm, Fair enough, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, peppermint, I just can't get down with. The only mint I like is like um, Canada mints, like those pink, weird, chalky Pepto-Bismol mints. Mm-hmm. Yes, the ones that, that Stephen King says are, are peppermint, but they are not Mr. King. I apologize. No, that's no, they're not. They're like a, a wintergreen. Yeah, that's the mint I can hang with. Peppermint, just it's too much. Hmm. It's too cold for me. How do you brush your teeth? I uh, I use peppermint, but I don't enjoy it. Oh, okay. Um, the big game changer was having a child, so now we have child toothpaste in the house. Mm. So now I'm using Spider Man toothpaste. Fair. Okay. Yeah. It tastes like real Spider Man. Mmm. <laughs> Web fluidy. Um. Gets stuck between my teeth. Never. Mm. I don't have to floss anymore. It's lovely. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, within the last month or so, we we switched Amelia over from like the uh, the Elmo 
teeth cleanser or whatever it's called um, yeah. by Oral-B. It's, it's, it's got an Elmo on it and it comes with an Elmo toothbrush. Okay. So she was psyched. Um, yeah. And now we're using, I, I think it's like a Burt's Bees toothpaste, maybe. Hmm. I don't know. The The packaging reminds me of Burt's Bees every time I see it. So maybe it's a different company. I don't know. But it smells like straight up bubble gum. So I don't see how it could actually be cleaning anything. Um, Remind me to text you about what that would be. Yeah. I tried cinnamon for a while and cinnamon just didn't didn't do it because it made me just not like because it tasted like big red. I, I can't be down with that when I'm brushing my teeth. Big red, big red. Do you remember that wonderful Saturday Night Live commercial bit? Big red. Sadly, no. It was the Viking toy, and like it, it the head spun around and it showered, oh, yeah. spat blood out of everything. I do remember that now. Yes, thank you for reminding me. Yeah, that you're welcome good. for that thing that I just. <laughs> I'm just a fucking human member, Barry, over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's very relatable. It's great. Yeah, remember um, you? You remember Back to the Future? <laughs> Oh yeah, Ready Player Two is out now. I forgot about that. I didn't know um, it was out, and then like I saw, uh, I think it was Jerry Holkins and Chris Straub going back and forth talking about like like posting pictures of uh, actual pages from the book, <laughs> and like it it looks real bad. I enjoyed I, the first one, but God, I had no questions left to be asked after the first one. I was like, no, this is this was fine. Thank you. Yeah, we don't need to go back. And <clears throat> then I uh, I started reading Armada. Um, and uh, spoiler alert, I have not finished it because it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of had that feeling. I didn't even start it. I think I might have the audiobook saved on Audible somewhere. Yeah. I, I mean, don't but... get me wrong. I'm glad that Will Wheaton is is getting work doing that. But yeah, man, those are not good books. I I will support Will Wheaton until my dying breath. But yeah, those books are tripe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he's wow. he's the member berry of 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 authors. Like we are, we are one hundred percent his target demographic too. That is true. Two, two chubby middle aged white guys with beards. Yeah. It, and yeah, sorry. Sorry, no. Like, <laughs> cultural references are not an, uh, a replacement for an actual, like, plot. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like Family Guy. Right. Remember that show? Yeah. Yeah, that, that show took me about a season and a half to realize, oh, there's not actually, like, a story happening here. It's just those cutaway gags. It's just sketch comedy. Yeah. <laughs> By the way. Sketch comedy that you should check out is uh, Auntie Donna's House of Fun on Netflix. Okay. Thank me later. All right. Um, it's it's pretty perfect. Give me a give me the elevator pitch of that. Um, Australian Mighty Boosh, mm-hmm. kind of. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. The, it, if you watch the first five minutes of the first episode, I guarantee you're sold. Okay. I'll give it a shot. I don't want to say anything more about it than that. For for everybody listening, if you like surreal, weird-ass humor, um, yeah, Auntie Donna's House of Fun. Cool. 
That's great. I'll also recommend uh, Heaven's Gate Cult of Cults on HBO Max. I like that we go with, uh, you know, things that really go well together. They're they're companion pieces. <laughs> um, Just feel good, laugh riots all around. Yeah, 100% ABV. Um, no, uh, see, this is the thing. Like, I, I'm just old enough to remember uh, when the Heaven's Gate people, um, you know, did their thing. When they... Uh, ascended to the next level above human. They had their applesauce dinner and then went CPC. Yeah. Um, and at the time, you know, all the reporting was basic and the cultural reaction was basically, Oh, look at all these fucking dipshits that fucking killed themselves. Cause they thought they were going to hitch a ride on a UFO behind a comet. Yeah. I believe the phrase donated their balls to a comet came up quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and you know, the 39 people, I think it was like, you know, committed suicide for their religious beliefs. Um, and the reaction of the general public wasn't like, oh my God, that's so horrible. These, you know, poor, sad people that believed this stuff. It was like, look at these idiots. And it's like, you know, as an atheist, I sort of sit there and I'm like, yeah, but you eat and you eat Jesus and you drink his blood every Sunday. So maybe you're also kind of weird. Um, yeah, but nobody's dying over it. I mean, are they not other than those snake churches and. And the literal millions of people that have fought in the Crusades and, uh, you know. Yeah, but they're all old and shit. Yeah. Um, but all of that to say that uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that, you know, Heaven's Gate Cult of Cults uh, on HBO Max does a really good job of, you know, humanizing the people uh, that were a part of Heaven's Gate, you know, including... Um, Doe and T and Doe, uh, Marshall Applewhite, um, and the lady whose name escapes me. Um, and I mean, Marshall Herf Applewhite, Marshall Herf Applewhite. Um, but you know, I'm going to respect him and say, you know, his name was Doe because that was what he wanted to be called. Um, you know, it, 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 it's, it's kind of a bummer. Like, obviously, um, but you know, it, it just sort of really shows you how easy it, it would be to sort of fall into something like that. If you're a person who's looking for meaning and belonging and, and everything like that. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, it was a cult started by a guy who, you know, grew up gay in a, an environment where that sort of thing wasn't allowed. you know, if his dad had just fucking loved him 39 people might not have poisoned themselves to death um so you know hug your kids it's that story told over and over again that really like as a parent you're like man i really gotta love this kid because bad things happen if you don't give those kids the attention and love they need yeah like you know 40 people die or you know hundreds of thousands die it's uh yeah, hug your kids. Yeah. 
Let your kid love who they love, (laughs) you know? Exactly. And then they won't feel the need to, you know, follow a comet UFO. Just simple math to me. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, it's, it's real good. So you should probably watch it. It's only four episodes. At some point I will do it to it. Yeah. Good bird. I was well brought up. Too bad you weren't. Yep. Uh, that's back in a couple of days. Yeah. I got to find somebody who wants to give me their Hulu password. I just got rid of mine. Yeah. Yeah, it was about when you asked if you could have it. I was like, no. Mm. Well, that's a bummer. Not really. I It was gone long before that. I would have shared it with you had I not. Well, that's okay. I mean, I can always just, you know, buy seasons of it on the iTunes. True. And I'm sure you could also get them for like, you know, you could find a month of Hulu for a dollar. Yeah, I just have to create a new email. Right. Yeah. McKenneth Blue one at Gmail. What'd you win? Uh, I see what you did there. Homophones. Huh. <laughs> it's my favorite instrument in band. Okay. Well, Matt, we're we're two up, we're two down. <laughs> <laughs> we're at the recommending things to watch on HBO Plus phase of the show. Is it is it time to cash in the uh, the old tab? I suppose so. All right. Well, um, you know, we had two two beers. We had thrills. We had fun. We had seasons in the sun. We had a smoked beer and a fruit beer. We'll be back next in... week. A, a smoked fruit beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, a little too breath of the wild on that one. Um. So we'll we'll be back. I don't know, Matt. What what day are we going to post this one? Are we posting this Friday, or are you going to just try and get it out? I'm going to try to get it out soon. So this week, let's not put a day on it. Let's not restrict ourselves. All right. Well, if if you're listening to this and it came out on Friday, we'll see you again in a week. Or wait, is next week Christmas? Next week is Christmas, friend. That can't be right. Is that right? Yeah, man. Okay. Well, if you're listening to this and it's released on Friday, we'll be back in a week with uh, the Sam Adams uh, winter pack. Um, and it's going to be a real winter wasteland. Yeah. Jesus. What is in that thing? Let, let's just, as we're closing this, let's, let's give them a little taste of what we're signing up for. Cause we, it, it it's should really be what we're doing for Easter because we're gonna die for their sins next week. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, Sam Adams Winter Pack. So it's Sam Adams, naturally. Uh, it's the Winter Classics Pack, twenty twenty. So it's a. Boston Lager, Indeed. Sam 76, Winter Lager, Holiday White Ale, 
American IPA, and a holiday porter. Well, I, I can tell you, you know, Boston Lager, holiday porter. Um, it, it's been a couple of years since I've had this pack, but I remember holiday porter being pretty solid. Not my favorite in the pack. Um, Boston Lager, I, I always enjoy. Uh, the rest of those, I don't know. We'll see. Here's my proposal to you. Let's leave out the Boston Lager and the Sam 76 for our own preservation. Mm. And just do the uh, the variants. Sure. Uh, and I, maybe we'll bring in a Sam 76 just so we can dunk on it. Okay. I, I do have two beer flight kits. I, I don't know if you have your own. Um, I, I, kits. I could lend you one so we're not drinking, you know, full 12 ounces, six beers, six, six, 12 ounce beers. Even for me, I feel like that's going to be a bit of a stretch. Um, but yeah, I've got tiny little glasses. It would be fun. Yeah, I, I think I've got I've got enough to make that work. All right. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll be back uh, on December 25th as a wonderful little Christmas present to you and yours. Um, but, uh, between now and the time that, uh, we return as always, uh, we would like for you to check out our socials. I'm at McKenneth blue, uh, on Instagram and Twitter. He is at dreaded Matt on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, the show is at beer reviewed on uh, at beer reviewed journal on Instagram. God damn it, Matt. I almost got through all of them this time without fucking up. I, I was going to give you credit, but God damn yeah, it. you fucked up. We are Sorry. at Beer Review to JNL on Twitter. Um, thanks again to... As opposed to Beer Reviewed BNL. <laughs> right. Um, we are... You know, maybe I'll see if I can change it to like at Lunch or BRJ or something. I don't know. Yeah, well... Eh, maybe not. Um, that was so non-committal, <laughs> that noise I just made. <laughs> <laughs> um... What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, thanks, as always, to Erling uh, for the use of their song, I Feel Good, as the intro and outro of our song, our show. Fuck me. Uh, I haven't had anything to drink in, like, <laughs> since our last episode. So that's why this one's been a little, uh, yeah, we are fun. currently shithoused. Yeah. Um, and from all of us here at the Beer Reviewed Journal... Try everything. I guess including rush, rush beers. beers. Yeah. Just try everything. Yeah. Why not? Just do it. Do it. You won't. <laughs> Bet you won't. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Happy Eat Today, everybody. I'm an important British actor. This has been a presentation of the Lunchador Podcast Network. We hope you have enjoyed. Cheerio!